Hello, and welcome back to Vet Techie Talk. Today, we're going to talk kittens and puppies. If I had to choose between the two, I'd definitely pick kittens. But let's not confuse that with cats versus dogs. I mean, kittens, they come potty trained. So you really can't ask for a better kind of baby. So let's talk about them first. So we're going to start from the beginning. Let's say you find a kitten outside and it's obviously super young. The eyes aren't open, it has that high-pitched meow, you know, like like super high-pitched, I can't even do it. It's best to leave it be. Most of the time the mom is probably out hunting and left the kitten um, in a safe spot and it'll be right back. So I definitely wouldn't touch it because you might scare the cat, the mama cat away. So just leave it alone. But let's just say you know for 100% sure that the kitten has no mom. What do you do with the baby? Well, you definitely should schedule a visit with your vet as soon as possible. But if you have a little bit of time to go until you're able to get an appointment, you should at least be able to call in and see if you can get the kitten aged or sex. Uh, And they'll also tell you what you can do until you get to the visit. So if your kitten's under eight weeks, they'll definitely let you know um, what you should be able to do. One of the important things is stimulating the belly. You, uh, usually it's recommended to do that every two hours. So you use like a warm cloth and you rub the belly in a clockwise motion. The other thing you want to do is get replacement milk. Never ever, even as an adult kitty cat, use cow milk. It'll make your kitty sick. So let's say that you've adopted your new kitten. Most of the time when you do, your kitten can be a little sick. Sneezing, coughing, yellow discharge from the nose or eyes. Sometimes if it's really bad, they'll squint. These are all things that you'll want to look for, and a vet visit is really all you need. Sometimes they get an upper respiratory from the stress that they have undergone. Um, All kittens are born with a virus, and when they're stressed out, it um, it presents itself. So all you have to do is call your vet, and they'll get you good and going. It can take your kitten a little bit to get used to everything, uh, moving into their new home, leaving where they were just kind of getting used to, so the shelter, wherever you got it from, and its new environment at your house. Especially if you have a lot going on, it might be a little scary for your new kitten. But as soon as, sooner than you think, you'll have your very own Mazda doing all of its customary zoomies. If you have the other cats, you'll want to introduce them very carefully. Make sure that everyone is vaccinated and negative of diseases such as FIV, feline immunodeficiency virus, or FELV, feline leukemia. Uh, Once that happens, there are different tricks if you um, are worried about introducing the new kitten to the OG kitten. So separating the cats by closed doors and kind of letting them sniff each other through through the door um, can be helpful. You might have some hissing, but who wouldn't be mad about some new guy in their territory? And another trick is to giving the, your OG kitties 
the new kitty's blanket or anything that smells like the new guy so they can kind of get used to their scent. Kittens are very curious. Curiosity killed the cat didn't come out of thin air. So definitely kitten proof the house as silly as that sounds. Make sure there's nowhere they can get stuck. Um, kittens like to go into things or strings. Kittens love strings. So definitely be careful with electrical cords because they do like to chew on it and that's not a very happy ending. And you also want to look out for flowers such as lilies. One thing to keep in mind with your kitten are the zoom zoom zoomies. They love to run around and practice their exercise moves with their toys, so don't be scared when you hear some crashing in the middle of the night. Or if you're like my kitten who likes to knock down anything with water in it, cup or plant or anything of that nature. During the day, you should definitely work on training your kitten. Do not let them nibble or scratch your hand. It's super cute at first, but when they turn into a full-grown panther, it's gonna hurt. Make sure you're always touching their paws and their ears, um, because when you want to trim those deadly claws and they're mad at you, trust me, it's gonna take more than two of you. So make sure you, they are used to you touching their paws and things like that. You also want to make sure you get a scratching post and you always want one extra litter box than how many cats you have. So if you have two cats, you should have three litter box. If you have three cats, you should have four litter box. And always make sure you have one on each floor just to prevent any accidents in the house. Please, please, please spay and neuter your kitten. I don't know how many people have come back with their one or two year old cat and they're like at their wit's end and all they had to do was spay or neuter. One thing is that cats already try to run away, so without getting them spayed or neutered, it's gonna be even worse. These guys can smell other cats at least a mile away so don't be alarmed if every time you even attempt to open the door your cat is ready to go for females uh, pyrometria is one of the most dangerous risks as well as uh, memory cancer and um, one thing people don't know about female cats is they can actually be pregnant at the same time from two different males which is crazy and females also they go into heat kind of when they know there's a male around so they're all gonna always be in heat if there's a male around so again just spay the girl <laughs> for males they pee everywhere and let me tell you it smells horrible not only that, but males can breed as early as four months. I had a client with a four-month-old four kitten impregnate um, a one- or two-year-old female cat that they had in their house. Ask me, they, they're going to do it. Another reason why you want to spay and neuter everybody is because 
they'll breed with their family members. I had another client tell me that their super young kitten, he was either like four or five months old, impregnate his mother. And that was just weird. And well, as for the kittens, we'll just say it didn't end well for them. But most importantly, aside from all that, you want to make sure you enjoy the kitten. They are so much fun. They're so cute, especially when they're pouncing and discovering things. And when they get scared of things, oh my gosh, it is hilarious. Lots of kittens, too. They do like to go outside. So getting them leash trained, yep. Watch out for those trees because uh, they'll still want to climb those and, you know, get stuck. Another fun thing to do with your kitten is teaching them tri tricks. My cat Melody used to know how to give high fives, and I know you've seen movies with super highly intelligent trained cats, so they can be trained, you just gotta work with them. So enjoy that kitten. Oh, puppies. As we are making this current episode mine just took a christmas tree ornament another one from my christmas tree so i'm not really sure what's harder puppies or babies puppies are hard but you can at least crate train them but anyways let's start from the beginning so just so everyone is on the same page in most states it is illegal to sell a puppy under eight weeks old not only that, but you just shouldn't. Puppies need their mothers. They need the milk and they need that uh, social interaction between the mother and the puppy so that you don't have issues later on. Anxiety is one of the huge issues that you run into as well as other behavioral problems. One thing that I did forget to mention with the kittens is you can definitely tell what cat has been bot uh, bottle fed. So 18 weeks old. At this age, make sure that your puppy is vaccinated. Don't worry, your puppy does need more than two or three distempers. So just keep on getting that vaccine. It's really, really beneficial to them. That parvo virus is no joke. At this age, I definitely stay away from dog parks and other dogs that you're unsure of the vaccine history, at least until you get the okay from your vet and they feel and you feel that your pet is fully vaccinated. Which also reminds me, I just wanted to give another canine respiratory complex update. Still making sure you're keeping your pup away from dog parks and other unvaccinated pups and making sure that your pup is vaccinated. Um, talk to your vet about the canine influenza vaccine. Make sure he has he or she has that on board to help um, fight that uh, canine influenza itself and help potentially fight this uh, virus that's going on. Um, according to the AA. HA, so AHA. One of the main differences between this outbreak and other ones 
um, because like I mentioned in my other podcast, it is normal for uh, these respiratory outbreaks to come about. But the difference is the domino effect from COVID. A lot of parents are staying home and a lot of dogs aren't going um, to daycare, which led to them not being able to build that immunity. There's also, shocker, more dogs around. So you have, you know, COVID dogs, COVID babies. Just in general, you know, media hype. When you're around your dog too, you're going to notice more uh with what's going on with your dog. I don't know how many times I've had a client come in because their dog blinked four times instead of three. So just remember to not to panic and just stay cautious. Be vigilant, you know, keep in touch with good news sources, not frantic news sources. So going back to our pups, Um, 3 to 14 weeks of age is the crucial socialization period. Um, They learn boundaries, they learn to play, and they reduce the risk of aggression and anxiety. Just like with kittens, you want to make sure that you're playing with their ears and paws. Make sure you're kind of touching their food, toys. You don't want them to be aggressive with um, toys or food. It's called resource guarding. Um, which again is one of the reasons why you don't want to take them away from their mother so that they can learn that from their mom and also their litter mates. But if you notice they're, they are aggressive at a young age, you have to make sure you're really, really working on that and make sure you're reassuring your pup that it's okay and know that they won't have their food taken away or their toy, uh, toy taken away. I know Jace, um, we're actually working on that. He can get a little feisty when uh, Renly comes near his food. So I just, you know, a a strong, stern no. And I pet him and I tell him, you know, it's okay. I let Renly come close. And if he growls at him, again, just reassuring him, letting him know that it's okay. Exercise. Get that pup on walks. Uh, play ball, make sure you're doing things to kind of keep their mind going. I know a lot of people say, oh, he has this huge backyard that he can, you know, go and do his own thing, but pups like that interaction. So if you're out there, try to play ball with your pup and try to interact with him as much as you can because they do prefer the interaction with you versus kind of wandering out there on their on their own. These guys need lots of exercise and play, especially your high energy and intelligent breeds, Yorkies. Yes, they're they were meant for hunting, so don't be surprised that your little teacup Yorkie is absolutely nutso. Poodles, poodle mixes, German shepherds, border collies. I know there was <laughs> this uh, older lady, she had just gotten a border collie and she had this special run built for her border collie and she was calling because it was just way too hyper and way too energized and she didn't understand because it had a run to go back and forth with. You gotta make sure you're getting that energy out because it can lead to anxiety. A lot of people don't believe that, but it really can. They just get so worked up because they have all that energy that they need released and they just kind of 
get really, really antsy. I knew a German shepherd that used to pounce on his own shadow because he just needed to do something more than run around in his backyard. So go outside and play with your pup. Plus, it's beneficial to you. Chewing and teething. Okay, this one goes to the babies. The human ones. Neither of my human children ate my dining room table or my drawers. And if you had a baby that has done that, then you need to see a doctor or a priest. I don't know. Teething is hard. Human or puppy. Sometimes when I find Jace chewing on the dumbest things, I just want to yeet him out of the window. Like, seriously, why are you chewing on my TV, dude? And how did you even get up there? So, number one is patience. Lots and lots of patience. Two, take away whatever they're chewing on and give them something that he can chew on. Make sure the house is as puppy-friendly as possible. And this also uh, is where exercise comes into play because sometimes they will chew out of boredom. Puppies explore with their mouths so definitely try to find toys with different textures some toys even have smells that attract puppies to them some have uh, scents or tastes like chicken or beef so those are really good toys to to look for and have at home as for your hands and maybe some toddlers never ever start that habit especially if you have kids because they're going to think that it's okay to nibble and chew on your hands and then when they are older that's going to cause a lot of problems so a stern no and walking away then giving them something that they can have turning around um picking up the baby telling them no you know as silly as it sounds you want to train your toddler too to respect uh animals I know there's a big, you know, well, my human baby is more important than my puppy baby, but even for your own human baby safety, definitely, you know, teach kids to respect animals. Animals are animals at the end of the day. They don't know that the baby is learning and trying or whatever the case may be. So to prevent problems, just teach the kids to respect animals definitely in that stage with my two young guys not saying that puppies are more important or less important but it's very important and very crucial for the safety of everyone to train puppies and babies but seriously best of luck with the teething because it seems to last forever jesus 18 weeks and he was just chewing on my kids brand new PJs that I got for school. The last thing I want to add about chewing and teething is losing teeth. At about six months these guys usually have their adult teeth. Uh, they usually swallow the baby teeth or you might step on them. And yes bleeding is normal when they're losing teeth. So just keep that in mind when you call super panicky because there's blood in your dog's mouth. Moving on to the second hardest thing about puppies, potty training. This this takes time. Some pups get it right away and others it takes some stained carpets, sweat and tears. Maybe some blood, but hopefully not. 
One big struggle from clients that I get is that they take their puppy out, come back, and boom, your pup's squatting. Which, I have gone through this and I know how super frustrating this is. Jace would love to go outside, come back in, and then go behind the couch. So, the best thing to do is take them out for like 10 to 15 minutes go bring them back in go do something really quick and then take them back out these guys get super distracted i know when jace sees a leaf blowing by i mean even renly and renly's six they will just go after the leaf and it's like you were just circling can you focus please always always praise them and then bring them back in one annoying thing Jace also did was <laughs> he looked at me while he was outside like, oh, what are we doing out here? I was just playing. So it's very important for them to learn the difference between inside and outside. Another trick that was really helpful for me for both Renly, Jace, and all the other puppies I've had was the 246. So I take them out every two hours, every four, then every six, then every eight. And take them out when they have to go um, to the door. When they go to the door, then they start realizing that if they go to the door, that means they get to go outside. Some people I know also use a bell. But one of the most important things about potty training is learning their cues. Uh, Raygon used to cry. Renly stares into your stool. Like, he looks like uh, Michael Myers. He's super creepy when he has to go potty. Uh, Jace likes to lay at the gate and gives you the cutest little puppy eyes. So that is a huge one when it comes to puppy training. Another question that I get with puppies is um, saying hello to people. They always struggle with them jumping on people or getting overly excited. Um, One thing with this is to try to introduce people that you know and trying to get the person to um, know how to handle if your pup ever gets too excited. So like turning away and letting you kind of command, you know, sit, focus, all those are really good commands that you can teach your pup to help them not get too excited when they're meeting someone new. Another feedback that I get from clients is the clicker. Um, my mom used this with my dog Nala and that really worked. So learning how to use the clicker and training with the clicker might be a really good um, way to go. You usually, I think you like click it and then they get a treat. So once they hear the click, they know they did something good. Up next, same thing with uh, kittens, is the importance of fixing, castrating, neutering, spaying, whatever you want to call it. Um, Especially those Frenchies and your bulldog breeds. Those guys, they're a lot of the times they're going to need C-sections. I actually did my first C-section ever at my other hospital. And it was really scary, not only for the mom, but for the puppies. You know, they have that kind of short 
brachiocephalic face and they have those stubby legs and it's just really awkward for them to have those puppies especially to some people will breed um try to make mixed breeds and the other dog might be bigger than the mom and then you have these really big puppies and it it just it doesn't go well and it's really hard especially you know you do your best to try and save the puppies and they just don't make it um another thing too people don't realize is when these frenchies and bulldogs are pushing and pushing and pushing that's an emergency they can't get that puppy out so you know when you have these breeds and you're planning on breeding them hopefully you have ten thousand dollars saved up just just for the birth because you're gonna need it so please 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 keep that in mind um especially with those with those kinds of breeds and the biggest thing puppies and kittens are a lifetime and a lifelong commitment they live until they're 15 18 21 i just had uh one of our clients her chihuahua was 23 years old so keep that in mind especially for the holidays there are enough shelter animals out there so cherish your fur your new fur baby or a fur baby that you got someone and remember they're basically children so best luck and congratulations on that new baby